Welcome back to another episode of Movie Issues. I am your host, Leland, here with my good buddy and friend, Spooky. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Britney Spears. The White Diamonds Lady died, (laughs) y'all. She did. Uh, It is the first Friday after Halloween. Ah. It's it's always so sad to see it go so soon. Yeah, but the pumpkin spices stuff is still around for at least another month. We did, yeah, we do get to hold <laughs> on to that. And I like turkey, so there's there's that. I don't. Oh, I love turkey. It's a dry bird. I like dry birds, I guess. I like ham. Not so much a ham guy. Well, at our house, at, my <laughs> at our house, at our house. At our house, we always had both because my grandfather also was not a fan of the turkey. So I would, I mean, I'll eat the turkey. I mean, look, look, it's food. I'm going to eat it. Eat a bone that turkey, not <laughs> eat it. But I just don't like turkey. But you may be wondering if you looked in your feed today, you're like, wait, are they doing one more Halloween show? Technically, no. Uh, <laughs> I mean,. <laughs> What what happened was we I mean it has been known that we actually do hang out and just watch movies. Also we don't happens. always do a show. <laughs> Unless that movie deserves it. And we watched this movie the other night and I became rageful with how bad it was and you did as well in a sense. Probably not as rageful as I was. And we decided that it, we have to talk about it now. So, yes, we're just still spinning off of Halloween in the sense that this movie this is, is kind of a... landing. Yeah, there we go. It's a soft landing. Before we move on. Yeah, I mean, we just dropped Poltergeist on you. You know, like, we may have scared some fans. So this is our gentle, you know, rocking of the cradle back to, you know... Business as business usual. Business as usual, yeah. We watched this movie from, well, it was made in 2011, but it doesn't come out until oh, sometime this month on direct-to-video, um, what, oh. what do you call it, pay-per-view? No, what's the other one? On Demand. On Demand, yeah. that's that bullshit. Uh, according to Wikipedia, it may go to a theater for a showing, but after watching it, no. So it, like I said, made in 2011, called Vamps, Okay. Now, maybe you might want to pause this and just watch the trailer real quick. Oh, you should watch the trailer. I probably have posted it on Facebook at least once or twice. I know I did a few months ago when we saw it because I was like, this happened. You you showed it to me, and you're like, oh, we're going to do this. And I saw it. I saw Alicia Silverstone as a vampire. And I just said yes. Right, right. There's no. there's there's <laughs> nothing there's <laughs> no. nothing that can go wrong from this. Don't get too far ahead on this. <laughs> Before we get to the movie, because this is a terrible, terrible, insulting film <laughs> towards all that we hold dear. Uh, I did want to mention good vampire movies before we talk about a bad like? vampire movie. I am probably well. We, you know, as we discussed in our Universal Monsters podcast, I very much enjoy all the Dracula films and in, in their badness and awesomeness. I find yeah. them to be all kind of fun. But Bella Lugosi aside, uh, the Bram Stoker one is like it's interesting for Francis Ford Coppola's interpretation of he kind of read the book. But like book aside, just simply as a movie, that's decent. I feel it's like kind of quintessential vampire film of the last fifty years. Wow! Can you think of anything that really had a a bigger scale, like a more Twilight? (laughs) (laughs) He's flinching, cringing. He's making us suppress rage. Fuck you. I I mean, I I knew that was a joke, but (laughs) fuck. That's all we're going to say about Twilight. It's a thing. It's happened. We're moving on. Well, I mean, can you really think of another 
vampire film that went to the the scale and scope that Dracula did? No, I mean they really wanted to make a big deal about that. I mean, I rem- at the time it was it was it was 1993, I believe, and like Francis Ford Coppola hadn't really made a, a good movie in quite a while, you know, and they were in it was a big deal that he was coming in to do this Dracula film. But my biggest problem with it and Winona I, I writer? She is not my issue as much Keanu as Reeves. Keanu Reeves is. Yeah. Like he he's not doing the best accent from the native United Kingdom. Uh <laughs> It, it, it's quite painful to listen to, but you also, you're like, you're Bill. Or no, he's Ted. Yeah, so yeah. he's this is Ted. Right around the Bill and Ted yeah. area, isn't it? He's Ted with an English accent in the 18th century. It is, he's just like, no, sir. <laughs> what is this? No, Count Dracula. <laughs> it's like, it's quite painful. I feel this is either right after Bogus Journey or oh, maybe it's in, in the, between. But it's right in that five year plan. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, but. Some of the positives, though, Anthony Hopkins as Abraham Van Helsing is fun. He's chewing the scenery like a motherfucker. Yes, yeah, as, as he kind of is to do. Yeah, and I love it. Every I mean, second of it. Thor. <laughs> Holy yeah, fuck. Yeah, but he's amazing. There ain't the nothing left after a <laughs> He starts on one side of the film yeah. and just devours it. <laughs> You're an impertinent boy. He just keeps going. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but I mean, like Gary Oldman is the driving oh, yeah. force of and that. Film. Gary Oldman, and he does so many different looks: the werewolf look, the rat look, the mist. I I know it's stupid. I love the long red house coat and butt head, white hairdo. <laughs> like I I fucking love it. It's so crazy. You're like, what? Okay. But in all their defense, though, that's all in the book. Yeah. Like the book, he. I mean, the only difference between this really and the book is that Dracula has absolutely no love for Mina in the book. She is a meal, and that is it. So they give it this, love never dies. And, you know, they have Annie Lennox sing a song, and you're like, yeah, all right, I'm in. Whatever. I mean, I saw the movie long before I tried to read the book. Yeah, emphasis on tried. I've read it twice, and I still have trouble going through it. Yeah, lot of first person. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't doesn't work out. It's like well. I found this note. Oh, great! <laughs> well, that note's ninety pages. <laughs> so that's a long note. Uh, I am kind of a fan of uh, Dracula two thousand that Wes Craven presents Ooh. one with uh, uh, Seven of Nine and Gerard Butler because it's so bad. I kind of got a kick out of it. Come on, man. Johnny Lee Miller, Christopher Plummer running around shooting vampires. Okay. For that same reason, I do kind of like John Carpenter's vampires. That's fair. James Wood. And the sequel with Bon Jovi. I like them both kind of equally in their shittiness. That's fair. Uh, What I like most about the Dracula 2000 is that they gave Dracula a kind of interesting backstory. That was the first time I ever saw something like that. Well, I like that where Dracula was Judas and his punishment was to, to become a vampire. And, and I dug that. I yeah, no, so did I. Like I saw that in theaters and I mean for the most part it's did, like any did, wait, did we see that together? I can't remember. I feel that we probably did. That's we were possible. both in our uh, black hair and I'm trench sure my, coat. I'm sure my phase. hair was on my shoulders at that time. Um <laughs> we're just sitting in the theater. Oh, I know his pain. <laughs> I mean he, he fucks vitamin C on the ceiling. I'm I'm so happy that you one knew the name correctly and remember that it was vitamin C. Oh yeah, because no one else in the world doesn't remember. Nobody that. does. I'm pretty sure vitamin C doesn't remember that somebody, she was vitamin C. Somebody just had to wiki that. <laughs> um, so uh, like, and the, the movie itself to to me watching was like, yeah, this is kind of like any other like sci-fi channel original. Yeah. But that Judas twist there towards the end really like oh fuck that's something new i've never seen and i've seen a lot of shitty vampire flicks (laughs) i've watched some i fuck i watched one with adam west (laughs) and carmen electra everything you just said is terrible and i don't ever want you to repeat it in my presence again i wish i could forget (laughs) i'm a vampire (laughs) (laughs) nope he was a vampire slayer named the big kahuna I told you I don't want you to talk to me about this ever again. I'm sorry, I can't stop. 
Yeah, Dracula 2000's all right. I honestly, it's a guilty pleasure because I know it's bad, but I still enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I am kind of a big fan of the Underworld franchise. In the same sense that there are people that are big fans of the Resident Evil franchise. It really is, you pick one hot chick with guns. And Honestly, I'm going to go with Beckinsale because yeah. I like werewolves versus vampires yeah. more than zombies. I And I really like their werewolves. I feel that... I do. They're good. I, I feel that they've done a real solid-looking werewolf as a lot of others have kind of, like, floundered. Yeah. I really First. like the, the concept, their backstory. And let's be honest... Anytime Bill Nye is in anything, I'm pretty okay with it. But to have him play like the evil, sinister, old Victor vampire yeah. running around, and he's got those tubes on his back feeding him, and he's getting from gross to like few more human. Oh, damn, he's good. Especially the first one. Oh yeah, looks yeah. amazing. I I, 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 I love the the set design, the oh, production, yeah. the the costumes. Like that looks amazing. It I feel that kind of slipped a little towards uh, the all the sequels. Yeah, that's fair. The newest one isn't that bad. It's, yeah, for it's enjoyable a, for a forty-five minute movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's too fucking short. Uh, I enjoyed Victor walking around. I do. What I found was a, a, you know, it wasn't a director's thing. It definitely had to be a actor's choice when he would snap his jaws randomly. Like I don't know why, but I loved it. Yeah, yeah, like like Kate Beckinsale would be yelling, and he'd be just like snap. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like, oh, I guess you're done talking, lady. Don't, no, 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 Death Dealer. Shh. Uh, also, from that movie, did give way to I'm going to say a very iconic and awesome shot opening up with her on the building and jumping and just landing and that, walking away. That's like kind of it's recoil, awesome. spring balance, yeah. and just in, into it right so smoothly into a stride. I really like that shot. Yeah, it is I, pretty I, I, I know some people are tired of watching Iron Man come down and smash the ground <laughs> with this one fist and the one hand up. <laughs> I'll be honest. You're tired of it. Every time I see it, yeah, I get yeah. a little Jones, though. I'm just like, oh, look, he did it again. <laughs> but it's awesome. <laughs> Guess what? Did it again in the trailer for three. <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, never going to walk away from that. I do wonder, like, I've always kind of wondered uh, where the fuck Underworld is taking place. Uh, an Eastern European city. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, about Europea. As, that's about as close as you can possibly get. Because it ain't America. No. Because no. no one looks like they're... Well, they're not even American actors, except, like, maybe Scott Speed. No, he's fucking Canadian. So there's, like, no American actor in that. And that's pretty close. <laughs> he's, he's just one up. Yeah. America's little hat. <laughs> uh, I've always kind of been a fan of... Dust Till Dawn? I don't George Clooney love is it, a but motherfucking it, badass in that movie. I don't love it, but I'll give it to you because it's fun. I think you know what it is. I'm, I'm gonna say it right now. This this is the one reason why I don't dig this movie. Um, watching Quentin Tarantino drink whatever fluid oh, like from her foot was gross. That is kind of gross. I mean, <laughs> because I don't think feet or or like I don't yeah, have yeah, a fetish for feet, and gross. and we all know that Tarantino does. So I feel that. He got to live out of fantasy on screen, oh, so and it was kind of gross. It, nothing against, like, I like Hayek, but it was just, I was mm. watching it, I was like, no, you've grossed me out to now that I can't look at the rest <laughs> of this movie. But I do enjoy the Cheech Marin, um, hey, you want pussy? We got oh, all kinds yeah, of pussy like speech. Like, that's hilarious. <laughs> like, that's because I'm dirty, and I thought that was really funny. Yeah. But, yeah, Dust Dawn holds up. I don't hate it. It's just not something All I've... the sequels are terrible. Oh, well, I've never gone even, forth. Even with T-1000. Yeah. <laughs> he likes to pop up in a lot of <laughs> he, stuff, doesn't he? He does. You're like, oh, look at you, faculty. Like, like before... <laughs> yeah, all right, right? Uh, like, before X-Files kind of gave him a little bump up oh, again. that's right. He did take over for the company yeah, for yeah, a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He uh, was a bad guy on NCIS a couple seasons ago and fought Mark Harmon. Bam! Oh, that's good for him. <laughs> What's he done for me lately? <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's always a, a, a nice uh, classic. And I feel, as 80s as it is, still holds up as entertaining. Uh-huh. Lost Boys. Well. It's, yeah. like, it's no, iconic. No, every, yeah, no, everything you're saying yeah, is yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, There's a lot of 80s shit doesn't, doesn't I, float no more. I, I, I really enjoy Lost Boys. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of. Like young Kiefer Sutherland. Sexy saxophone guy on oh, the beach. Oh, yeah. Come on now. <laughs> that girl named Star. You got the Corys. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. They were the Frog Brothers oh and AIM. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I saw um, both sequels. Oh, I've sat through them, unfortunately. To, to the Lost Boys? Yeah. I did oh, feel like my Lordy. soul had been taken a little bit. Oh, yeah, and, they're terrible. And, and to even see, like, Corey Haim... Yeah, before like he at, went. Yeah. At the end of the second one, like and he looked so bad. Like he looked he looked like a vampire without the makeup. Yeah, that's true. I mean that that poor kid fucking Speaking of vampire films in the eighties, I am a big fan of uh Once Bitten. Twice Bitten? It's Once Bitten. Once Bitten? Yeah. Oh, okay. Jim, Jim Carrey <laughs> and Lauren Hutton. It's the only Jim Carrey movie I own. Really? Yeah, because I'm not a big huge fan. Well, Batman, but that's not because that's he's not, in yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's not his film. I'm not a big Jim Carrey guy. I've never was. Even even when he was on in Living Color, I was always kind of like, yeah, that's I like Fire Marshal Bill, Color, but you're done. I liked him, uh, kind of in his stretch there through the mid '90s. Really, essentially past that, uh, he's never really done it. I wasn't a fan of the Truman Show or the Majestic. <sighs> I do like Eternal Spot, uh, Spot Shine Light. On yeah, that's a good movie. Yeah, yeah, um, I like that one. Okay, I take not, it back. I own really, that one too. No, I think maybe I do own more than I think I do because I really just don't like the guy. So when he does do a movie yeah. I do like, I forget that I own them. Twenty seven. I never saw that one. I kind of like it, that's and it's, fair. it's it is a, like a good departure for for Carrie. Yeah, but. You know what? I cannot go back no. to old Carrie stuff. It does uh, not hold up. For a me. lot of people love it. I don't get it, and that's that's fine. You could talk to me to your blue in the face about it. I just, I'm not interested. It's just where we agree to disagree. Um, I find the Truman Show to be. I don't think I've even sat through the whole. It was, it, it's one of the few movies I walked out of. Like I was yeah. just so. <sighs> I've only ever walked out of one movie my entire life. What was that movie? Uh, Martial Law. Marshall, the one with Matthew McConaughey as the football guy? No, no. Um, oh, no, that was We Are Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do I know that? I've never seen it. <laughs> That's knowledge of information. It's Matthew McConaughey. Hey. Uh, no, it's some. <laughs> you uh, mean Magic I can, Mike? <laughs> I, can barely, <laughs> I can barely remember. Just the fuck. It's actual martial law called in, like, I don't know, fucking New York or LA or some bullshit like that. <laughs> the military takes over. I don't know. Oh, that's fair. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> so not U.S. Marshals with Wesley Snipes, Robert Downey Jr. and <laughs> Tommy Lee. Yeah. yeah, that was when Robert Downey Jr. was on his black tar heroin phase. So he did like a couple movies here and there, and you don't remember that he was in them, and then you rewatch them, and you're like, oh shit, oh, he did do some other things other than Iron Man <laughs> and Sherlock <laughs> and Chaplin and Weird Science. Look it up. So below zero, <laughs> below zero. Is that it? Oh, you think I know that one? It's. So, are you talking about the with the uh, the, the the dogs in the snow? No, because that was no. Paul Walker. I thought that was Cuba Gooding. That was the other one. <laughs> same year, two different movies, both about the same bullshit. <laughs> the Iditarod was really popular that year. No, no. Where is it? Like where Downey's. Uh, all fucking uh, like coked up and shit and sucking a dick. What? I don't know that movie. You thinking of something else? Uh, no, you're probably not. Maybe was, he's in the movie, but he's not the what, one sucking dick. Was it a documentary? <laughs> Did you just follow him around? Someone followed him for a week. <laughs> you know, I don't, I'm uncomfortable talking about Iron Man this way. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Tony Stark never put a dick in his mouth ever. <laughs> That's Sherlock. He <laughs> loves the vagina. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame he has the Gwyneth. So I know, right? Bamps. 2011 Vamps. Now, if you haven't stopped to check the trailer out, like I said before, we urge you. You yeah, really should. It's, it's really going to put a lot of things that we're about to talk about into into a kind of... Bubble of hell. Yeah. What is most upsetting, I think, about this movie, for me on a personal level, for I, I like smart comedies. Mm-hmm. I like movies that have a comedic message that are trying to say something about a specific time period of adolescence, youth, and just stupidity of whatever. Like Perks of Being a Wallflower. Something like that, yes. So this is written and directed by Amy Heckerling. I believe I'm saying it right. 
looks like Heckerling. If we're wrong, she can call us up. Yeah. She directed Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Love it. Wrote and directed Clueless. It's okay. It has its time and place, but it, but but it's very yeah. popular. Yeah, you know, it's a thing. Also wrote and directed Look Who's Talking. Wow. Now, I'm not going to hold her against Look Who's Talking too, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> and she's done a couple other things here and there. She's a name. Like, she's not... She's not a name normal people know, but at least industry-wise, she has these claims to fame Correct. that make her notable. Fast Times, that's a movie that yeah. spans generations. Yes, like absolutely. You can still watch that and still probably grasp hold I of a lot of the stuff, that the drama that's yeah, going on I in that movie. I still really like that movie. Um, I did not grow up watching Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I didn't actually get a kick out of it until later in life. Yeah. I had seen it several times. In my youth, I just didn't care. I guess because I didn't get a lot. I wasn't connecting with any of the characters in that. But Clueless, I did find very funny. But I think because when that movie came out, I was going through my Shakespearean, I read Shakespeare phase. Clueless is based on a Shakespeare work. So it's it's interesting. It was at the time period where a lot of teenage comedies were based on um, Shakespeare stories and things I hate about you. That bullshit. And um, oh, what was that? That chick that writes all those Jane Austen novels. Because my mom really <laughs> likes to read those. So I remember like when fucking Emma came out, which best clueless is Emma. And I remember my mom was like, oh, well, there's a new Emma coming out. I was like, I don't give two shits. D- does Emma go on a killing spree and blow up a lot of Victorian what mansions? What does that movie happen? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies? Uh, <laughs> Aren't they filming it? <laughs> that's what I hear, but like they're also supposed to be filming World War Z. and <laughs> Kind of like, like, like the Evil Dead remake, which I had heard they may have been filming. Saw the trailer. Well, I guess it happened. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> that kind of snuck that's up on real. you. <laughs> but I, I remember it. at the time, this Clueless was a big deal. Like I saw it in the theater, and it was everything in my high school everyone talked about. He was like, oh, did you see Clueless? Alicia Silverstone so hot. Like, And that put her on the map, or did Crush put her on the map? I really don't remember. I think Clueless. I, th- I think people remember her for Clueless more. So when you got Clueless coming back into acting, because she's kind of not around as often as she yeah. used to be. She's a mom. She's doing her thing. And the director of Clueless and Fast Times, you think, all right, what do these two ladies have to say now? Well, what they're saying, I don't want to hear. <laughs> so they decided to come up with this vampire movie called Vamps. And Alicia Silverstone is playing a character called Goody. Yeah. Is that sunk in yet? That's her name. Goody. Now, I am not from the 1840s of Virginia. I don't. Is that a name or was that a title given to like, like I'm Goody Proctor or Goody Silva or something like was was that a thing or like or am I just thinking of something else from other novels and I'm combining I, something that's not I true. I could have swore I've seen like Scarlet Letter and like there's Correct. a bunch of broads like Goody Goody this Goody that. Yeah. Okay, well, needless to say, her name is Goody. She is over a hundred years old, and along the way, she meets Kristen Ritter's character Stacy in like the 1980s. And they become fast friends. They're both vampires. They live together. They do, I guess the equivalent would be the Sex in the City, New York Empire lifestyle. Edition. Exactly. And they're, they're, they're going to clubs and having anonymous shit. sex with yeah, a lot of people, like, but they don't drink blood. No. Nope, they're, they're, they're rats only. Yeah. They're exterminators, which is stupid. And they. Is it? Or is it? It's Genius. stupid in the confines of this shit, but it's brilliant in the confines of the vampire lore, yeah. which we'll get to in a second. Uh, when they eat the rats, they just pop straws in them and suck out the blood. It and it makes the times. it makes the um, empty fluid cup sound every time. <sighs> I don't. I, that's stupid. Like. I get why they're doing it, but it's really cringeworthy. Like that, that, that doesn't make sense because those are those are veins and not a cup. You know, like yeah, it's nice. anyway. The what what what's really it's not upsetting? A fucking Capri Sun. 
<laughs> yeah, the rat doesn't even get more sucked in as they it was just yeah. like, um the vampire lore in this, it would be interesting if the director had maybe, I don't know, read a book or actually watched a vampire movie because there is no rules nor lore in this other or than Sunlight burns vampire. At least sit down and decide what your vampire rules are are, are gonna be. Like, yeah, there you know, are put, none. Put the parameters. It's it feels like they're making them up as the movie goes along. Like whatever the story needs them. to Right there in the moment, they're like, "Oh shit, this happened." Oh, well, it's a good thing silver bullets don't actually hurt anybody. Eh. Oh, well, geez, that's awesome. <laughs> there's, there's, uh, they have to have soil in their coffins, like home which is a Dracula thing. So yeah. that's that's one They're rule of home, true. Home home turf soil, soil right? Uh, they can crawl on walls with oh. this weird and terrible effect. I, like they oh it man. actually looks like they're turning 180 at the waist. Well, yeah. And spider crawling Down. around shit. It season 1 of Buffy the Vampire Slayer had better special effects yeah. in this movie and that was over 15 years ago. They have like this celerity that just speeds them up they can move super fast. Oh yeah, but it's not done in the way you're like, "Oh, they're super fast." It's just, "Oh, they're just walking really, really fast, and it's, we've sped up the film because yeah, everybody else around them is equally going as fast. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's just it doesn't work. <laughs> it's, like, it's not like the Flash where you know he's going so fast that everything's moving at slow motion yeah. around him. No, it's the opposite effect. Of Everyone that. else is trying to move slowly to make it even. <laughs> oh, that's oh god, that's brilliant. Like the, the director's like, okay, now all you cars. Go two miles an hour. (laughs) They have no reflection. Which is stupid because they make jokes about it continuously. Yeah. That have nothing to do with the plot. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what I look like anymore. So she pulls up Facebook. Can't oh she, Alicia Silverstone can't put on lipstick because she doesn't <laughs> know like her own face. In her defense, though, she is over a hundred years old, and lipstick is only ref, you know freshly made. Yeah, for the last sixty years, <laughs> yeah. probably so they, more. I've seen Mad Men. So they go to college to get. I'm not sure what degree they're getting, but she's in a uh, Christian Ritter Stacy's character is. In a film studies class. Now, this is infuriating to me. The movie is cut in such a way that in between certain scenes, they will show you scenes from old vampire movies. Like bumpers. Right. They're the better movies. Like it, All it makes you... Nosferatu. Yeah, they do Nosferatu, like, the, the uh, Cabinet of Dr. Colliery. Yeah. Uh, and they can't get the rights to the Dracula, but you know they wanted to. Yeah, and, yeah. and you're just watching like, well, I want to watch that movie. Because <laughs> that looks more interesting. But they're in. A, she's in a film studies class. Whatever. Not, And you start to notice in the class... This is where I think the message kind of starts to kick in. They, they The message, in loosely terms. Everybody in the class is on their cell phones. Pretty much everybody is always, always. If, if they're not a main character with mm-hmm. a speaking part, they're in the background texting or tweeting. And it's not so apparent in the beginning of the movie, but in hindsight, when you get to the end of the movie and you know why, you realize from the get-go, yeah. everybody's on a Dialogue cell Dialogue is constantly harking on... Like the fact that nobody actually talks to each other anymore. No and, one writes and a letter. And twittering and why, Facebooking. And, why ugh. the acronyms? Why LOL? And why BRB? Yeah. And, and you can tell that that is her this, message yeah, in some message of the movie. terrible way. So Stacy meets, are you ready for this, people? Joey Van Helsing. Let me say that again, just so you understood me correctly. Yes, Joey Van Helsing, who is played by Dan Stevens, who is mostly known right now for being the uh, lead on Downton Abbey from BBC. His father is Wallace Shawn, who is most famous for playing the Italian. No, not the Italian, the Sicilian from Princess of Bride. Inconceivable, yes. Who is Dr. Van Helsing, who is a direct. Descendant from Abraham Van Helsing from the Dracula lore. Vampires a family. Vampire hunting is, is a, a family, family thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, then you start to meet her vampire, or Alicia Silverstone's vampire co-stars. And this... This is where your mind gets blown. So, uh, Justin Kirk from Weeds fame is him. playing a character called Vadim. He's, <laughs> I, he's, he's this Ukrainian? like... He's like this Ukrainian uh, sexy vampire man who... Wants to get with every girl. And he yeah. keeps coming like, hey, ladies, you know you like it. And that's the kind of bullshit you're dealing with. But, he, but when it, he does it, it's really In his defense, though, he gives it all his all. Like, he knew the movie was shit. I think everyone knew. Did Some, they? No, no. All, all right. <laughs> with the exception of Alicia Silverstone. <laughs> I think everyone knew this was a shit movie. Some people. Don't spoil it. Nope, nope. Some people went crazy and had a lot of fun. Some people phoned it in. Speaking of phoning it in, Malcolm O'Dowell shows up and his character's name is Vlad Tepish. And through the course of dialogue, you realize that he is Vlad the Impaler and that he is Dracula. Yeah. And he is wearing a red tracksuit with his <laughs> the the Bela Lugosi medallion, the medallion on because that's what you wear. Yeah. And the old man like newspaper boy hat and he knits. That's Dracula knits, y'all. That's his thing. <laughs> and he is so phoning it in that his you know accent what? breaks about 20 times a second. <laughs> I don't... Like, I kind of don't want to say he's phoning it in. Oh, I feel he Like, was. he's not going as off the rails. I feel they had him for two days, one take each. <laughs> Like, like, he came in, ah, and you were done. <laughs> I, Richard Lewis. Oh, Richard who, Lewis. When was the last time you saw him in something? Unfortunately, it hasn't been long enough. And unfortunately, we still haven't seen him in anything because this ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Richard Lewis of Men in Tights yeah, fame. He's really phoning it in. I think he's realized that he hasn't toured in a while, and hey, maybe rent was due. Yeah, yeah. This this is that money you do as a favor <laughs> or for rent money. And then, like, there's a couple other random characters that were like, Alicia Silverstone's gay best friend is Renfield, and you're like, really? Oh, did you have to call him Renfield? You know, and then there's all these creepy people in her because they belong to a AA program, more or less, that keeps them from all sucking human blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're all on this, like, rat regiment, and they all get together every so often during the weeks and just talk about their feelings or whatever, which is just stupid. And everybody in that room looks stupid, and, and, and like, Everyone, it's just terrible. Every vampire, with the exception of... The main cast. Of Malcolm McDowell, has heavy black eyeliner. Oh, yeah. They look like not Faratsu. Yeah. Only, only Alicia Silverstone and Kristen... Ritter. Ritter. Uh, they're the only ones that have, like, nicely done eyeliner and whatnot. Everyone else in the room... <laughs> Looks like they got thrown eyeliner at their eyes <laughs> from like a pitcher's mound. <laughs> like like the makeup artist is like, I don't have time for this shit. Yeah. Sit down. Like like they just got lipstick and just rubbed it over their eyes <laughs> and fucking kicked them out of the chair. I got twelve more to go. Now fuck you. When we met the Van Helsings and um Joey Van Helsing's mom walked in, you Popped a gasket when you realized that it was Kristen Johnston from yeah. Third Rock from the yeah, Sun, yeah, yeah. who has not been seen in years since I've on a hump a lot. And here she is, not looking awesome, putting on the worst English accent I've ever heard. And she only has two scenes. And I remember both scenes because she was so terrible in both. Because Joey. <laughs> Uh, Joey Van Helsing Joey is so stupid. Has he he has the the accent? Well, he That's, is yeah, English. He is English. Now I guess you can't give uh, Wallace Shawn uh, the accent because it would just sound absurd. Right. So they allude that he moved to London, fell in love with this English woman, had a so kid, moved to I New York. I guess that means you got to give it to you know Third Rock there, <laughs> and. What's also hilarious is Wallace Shawn, short of stature. She's about nine feet tall. She's a glamazon. Yeah. Oh, she's totally. Yes. <laughs> she's like, so lovely to meet 
you. You're like, she's, really? She's got an easy 12 inches on Wallace Shawn. <laughs> and she's much taller. <laughs> Yowza. Hey. Uh, and the story proceeds that Christian Ritter's character, Stacy, falls in love with Joey Van Helsing. You see where this is going, so we're not going to hark on it. That's uh, the obvious That's the, uh, yeah. Movie. yeah, yeah that's... Now, now, here's where... Here's where it gets crazy, the, y'all. <laughs> so, in the world of vampire lore, if you know anything about it, and I'm assuming because you're all awesome people listening to us, you do, there is this thing called siring. Which is someone turns you into a vampire. That is your maker. That is your sire. You have a very special bond with that particular vampire. You will die for them. Blah blah blah. They can maybe have some sort of mental capacity with you. Depending, I mean, like uh, interview the vampire. They did a couple of things like that. Louis and Lestat had their a very special bond. Yeah. And then there was the vampire bond. You know, the movie's a little hinky, but. You know, and then, like, True Blood has a lot of that, too. Like, you know, I'm your maker, father, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So these two girls are walking around New York, and suddenly, as a really weird effect, they start, like, having it, what looks like they're having massive head trauma, but you're not quite sure why, because you as the viewer don't know why. Because it's not done well, in a skillful, thematic way yeah. that allows you to understand what's going on. I didn't understand what was going on for about 10 seconds there, because they're like, oh, oh, and well, you hear this weird you, voiceover yeah, yeah, yeah. from nowhere. Yeah, And it's, you clue in, oh, they're hearing it in their mind. It's very uh, incorporeal. Uh, I thought they were having seizures. Well, but there is that voiceover, so you're like, well, where's, where's this in their... They're like, oh, we're being summoned. I'm like, what are you, fucking ghosts? Does someone have a Ouija board on you? I honestly did not know that they were being summoned. I thought someone was walking they by had, your window. They had to say it. No, I know they had yeah. to say it, but I mean, I thought someone was walking by your window, and we were hearing a conversation from outside, they, and I was say, like, what yeah, is it, going on? Yeah, it, it didn't sound right for that. It, it, You knew something was happening, but you didn't understand it. And honestly, you don't understand it until you get there. My point is... As a director, she and a writer who has had success knows better. I I, that, I think that's what's more offensive to me. I, you I know better. She's she's done good movies before. Now, as as I was so uh, so, you get. I can't even give this. Come the on, bravado. This, I can't this even give the, us the bravado that it this needs. This is the best part of the movie. So, bo- bottom line is, they go to meet their maker and. Special guest appearance by the one and only, my favorite lady of the silver screen. Sigourney Weaver rolls up as Sarahus. Separus? I wouldn't even really Sirius? Sisserus. Sisserus? Sisserus, I think. We'll go with that. Sure. Some bullshit name. She is the vampire queen. Uh, well, whatever she's she is. She's an old vampire. Yeah. Because uh, Vlad... There, uh, Malcolm McDowell. Apparently, they dated for a while. Yeah, so you you know she's old. Okay, so Saint Sigs rolls up here, and here's here's the dilemma. She is not unlike Anthony Hopkins in Thor. She starts (laughs) at one side of the film and devours it. She eats everyone and the set and the co-star and the camera crew to death in this movie. But in her defense, though, she's having the time of her life. I feel like she nobody, did this for free. Nobody, <laughs> like if you like watching, you just feel like nobody could tell her no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she was like, and "Can I try it this way?" They were like, "Sure." <laughs> and she just gets in her head. I'm gonna do this thing. I'm gonna be the biggest diva in the <laughs> fucking world. <laughs> and no one tries to rein her in. No. Not that it would have helped the movie. Mm-mm. In fact, I think her performance is one of the best parts of the movie. I would never own this for the price that they're charging on Amazon right now. Yeah. But Walmart, $4.99, I would own it for Sigourney Weaver's scenes alone. I would just oh skip to those five oh scenes. God. What if? What if? <laughs> oh, God. Outtakes. Oh, $19.99. (laughs) Are you kidding? Sigourney Weaver outtakes? With this cast, every outtake is going to have somebody you want to see in an outtake. I generally enjoy every single one of these actors. 
in other things, except for Richard Lewis. But Sigourney Weaver is the Cesarus, and this is bullshit as far as vampire lore. Kristen Ritter's character gets pregnant. One, not possible in the vampire world. <laughs> they, your they, shit is dead. They give you <laughs> your shit is dead. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. I just didn't think there. about it. So she gets pregnant from Joey Van Helsing. Yeah. <laughs> and the rules are okay. Well, I will walk you through this because I had to sit down There's and think very, about it. There, for half a second, it's kind of dark. <laughs> okay. So. If a vampire gets pregnant, which apparently is not rare, right, it can happen. And when it does happen, it usually will just die off in a couple days. And that's the dark part. You're like, just eh, Malcolm, whatever. Malcolm McDowell is, is delivering this exposition, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, in a week it'll be fine." And he's so casual about it. <laughs> it's like, well, they're vampires. Like, they they kill people. They're, they're casual well, and doing dark things. Eh, kind of, sort of. But like for the mo- for this movie, because this is a very lighthearted movie. Yeah. It's just a like, little dark. Yeah, the baby inside will die. So, but here's the high, the the, the goal at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. If you are a vampire that is still younger, in the I guess in the scheme, if you are also a woman of that same chronological age, but because you look like you're 20, because that's when you were turned, you could technically kill your maker, mm-hmm. become human again. And have the baby. Bullshit. Uh, okay. There is nothing you can say right now that will defend that particular plot point. So it's it's very like thin, so thin, thin. It's translucent. But, but like <laughs> it's they, like a redhead on the beach. <laughs> you usually like you see it in TV or TV movies where if you kill the head vampire. Then everyone else turns back to normal. Which that's, is that's a, a thing. I, it is a thing, and like, I that's I've a always, Lost Boys thing. I no, hate that. Thing. I fucking hate it too. I think yeah. it's bullshit. But it, you know, it's been done before. Yeah, that's uh, not why I'm angry. <laughs> I mean, the whole baby thing is bullshit. Aside from this, because they're dead. Yeah, because <laughs> their shit's dead. dead. As I said, uh, but like this whole. Like this, this makes this kind of window where they only have a couple of days before the baby dies, which they never talk about. It's no. never like it's never like, oh, we have a deadline because if we don't kill, you know, Sigourney Weaver, then you know, the, my baby that automatically shouldn't exist. All right, let's 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 just uh, step aside for a second. Are you, and ta- are you okay? And talk about <laughs> Joey. <laughs> he is so happy. He's it's, like, I'm gonna have goes, a baby. He goes through every emotion in a time span of uh, a few weeks maybe <laughs> i feel this movie takes place over a few weeks yeah yeah okay he's dating lustful love marriage baby so so just just very quickly meets meets uh, Kristen. what's what's her character's name stacy stacy meets stacy <laughs> uh into her right away uh, in his defense she is really pretty she's super sexy yeah <laughs> Like I, I, I was sporting a, a halfie. Oh come on, man! She, no, she was hot. I'm sorry. Just this and the comment on the TV special episode about Fazuka or what's her what's her fuck's her name? Peruza Ball. Whatever. How I hose. No, the stop it. <laughs> um. So no. dating pretty girl, starting to fall in love. Oh, she's a vampire! Holy fuck! My family kills vampires. Oh, you know what? Vampires aren't so bad anymore. Oh, we're having a baby? Woohoo! I'm having a vampire baby. Oh, we got to kill the head vampire so you can, you know, age 20 more years, and now suddenly we have a 20-year age gap between each other? Oh, I haven't even got there yet, yeah. Yeah, well, I jumped ahead a little. It's not like it matters. <laughs> yeah, at this point. I mean, really, at vampire, <laughs> logically, logically, he should have at least been like, okay, I care too much about you to kill you, but I'm gonna but bounce. I cannot be a part of this. Yeah. But no, instead they fuck in the coffin. Yeah. I haven't fucked in a coffin. <laughs> Jesus. I when they go to kill Sergoni Weaver at Grant's tomb, 
in New York. We're just gonna put it all out there. Oh fuck yeah, fuck yeah, this. Yeah, fuck spoilers. No one's gonna give a shit about this. Um, it's not the story you watch this. For. No, it's not. <laughs> what story? <laughs> they go to kill Sigourney Weaver, and they do this weird shot of Sigourney Weaver walking next to an extremely short man. Again, another Glamazon appears before screen. Sigourney Weaver is taller than Third Rock from the Sun. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> so anyway. Although she's also wearing heels. I'm, I'm just saying. She's fucking huge. Yeah, and yeah, I love she it. She got big old wedges on. So, so she's walking. And they go to kill her. And they come to the conclusion that they have to now separate the head and put the head in the coffin. Because the dirt's in the coffin. And that will kill her. Like, that's what that, they do. So I have like, to assume that's what the that's reason like, was. That's like a, a handful of different vampire killing lores mm-hmm. like rolled together. Right. Like Again, clearly a woman who's never watched, <laughs> read, or gone online to read the Wikipedia page she of vampires. Wa- she wanted to tell this story about how kids now are, are all about technology. And so she's <laughs> with vampires. To do that with vampires. Yeah. Because vampires are hot yeah. right now. And <laughs> neither one of those points were executed well. They, Joey Van Helsing cuts off Sigourney Weaver's head with a chainsaw. Well played. And puts it in the coffin. They think she's dead. They all high five and hug. As they're walking out, they hear a sound to turn around to witness Sigourney Weaver's head on... The bones. Um, the bones of Grant from Grant's tomb. Is that supposed to be Ulysses Grant? For this podcast, really sure. it is. I have no idea, nor I, do I care. I only know one Grant that deserves a tomb that big. Uh, Alan Grant? Hmm. He fought raptors. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And saved Lex and Tim. <laughs> <laughs> but he was kind of an asshole when he faked being electrocuted. Yeah, that was a dick move. That was a move. dick move. You know, we're kind of They're intense tiny right now. children. We're, we've been running for our lives for yeah, 24 yeah. 7 from for prehistoric like dinosaurs. Yeah. Fuck you, old man. Why don't you drop man. a couple puns? Yeah, like, man. Just God a lighthearted, damn it. you know, goofing around. <laughs> you know what? On second bet, he don't get a goddamn Fuck chew. Fuck him. <laughs> you should have died like Gennaro did on the toilet. So... No, this is the worst effect I've ever seen in any movie in my life. Oh. I mean, it is Sigourney Weaver's head on top of a bunch of bones. Which, don't It's very, ooh. Oh, my bones don't move. They got yeah. no muscle. And like, they basically just push her over. She's really, like, flimsy. And her body is walking around looking for her head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They kill her, and then suddenly, Stacy, this is weird. So when your sire dies, you you essentially age appropriately to what? So she was should be. twenty when she was transformed. So she's now forty, yes. and she ages from twenty to forty with minimum Subtly. little effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and she's and like, I look good for 40. They, but her 25-year-old boyfriend is totally into it. He's like, know. yeah, I still love you, baby. Hey, that's cool, man. That's cool. That's all I got on that. That's your, that's your thing. You're vampire baby, you know, whatever. You're at the height of your sexual peak in college, but yet you want to settle yeah, down yeah, with yeah. a 40-year-old woman and have a Granted, baby. good for 40. You're still 25 and in college, and you have a British accent in America. And she's a vampire. Let's let's. <laughs> she's she's a fucking vampire, ex vampire. But no, that's not even important. It's so weird. Here it is. Alicia Silverstone decide or decides. She has no decision in this. She starts to age appropriately to 180 or something. Some Super bullshit slow. like that. <laughs> so slow, in fact. <laughs> At the end of the it movie, it takes all night. It, <laughs> it, it takes, takes all, night. all night. She's like, I want to go to Times Square. So they go to Times Square and they stand in Times Square and they watch her. She got gray hair, cut away, come back, a little more gray hair, cut away, come you back. Know what? That's the equivalent of what happens for five minutes. The, the cutaways and going back to her. Sometimes I notice the the new makeup to make her look older. Right. But really it it's all so subtle. It didn't matter. That it it's almost 
unnoticeable. Yeah. Because really, I even said, like, because she's flashing back to Times Square in the 70s, in the 60s, Yeah, she's, wa- she's decreasing in time and, and, and it her keeps, memories. And it keeps going back to her. And I was saying, now's the time they should really be, like, aging her yeah. to kind of show this regression and whatnot. They're not doing it appropriately. No. For the... The effect that they're trying to do for the end yeah. of the film, like by the t- by the time you get to the end, you realize, oh, they were trying to do that. But the thing is, they don't want to age Silverstone to one hundred and eighty. They essentially stop her at like a 80, bad sixties yeah, or seventies, like, like. And then she turns the dust. Yeah, she, she just fucking turns the floats dust. away, like a fucking dandelion in the wind. Yeah, and then lands on a statue. And nothing happens. Yeah, that was we weird. have. It, that was a weird shot. Like it focused on a statue. She lands on the statue, a, a statue that we have no reference Never as an seen, audience member yeah. that has maybe. Now, if they had made a dialogue line in the movie, like "Oh, I've always enjoyed yeah, sitting yeah, by yeah, that yeah, statue," yeah. then yes, I would understand why her dust would settle there. But they didn't, so it's an odd cut. Yeah. Um, not as odd as Richard Lewis's dying, cancer-ridden oh, wife. Oh, the, the scary part of the movie. This is unsettling and so kind of offensive dur- to during- people who know people who have died of cancer. I was a kind yeah. of grossed out by this. Let, let, let's just hit uh, quick things. So Richard Lewis used to date Alicia Silverstone in, in the, the 70s. 60s. It doesn't matter. Or 60s. Whatever. Fuck that. <laughs> Sometime. Yeah. <laughs> So Richard Lewis finds Alicia Silverstone and realizes, oh, fuck, you're the same person, blah, 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 blah. You're a vampire. Yeah, vampires. And then he's okay with it. Everybody's okay. Yeah, right away, too. Like, yeah, no one screams, like, oh, runs. Oh, you're here. a fucking monster. I'm also nope. a lawyer. Let me help you with your legal trouble. Yeah. Whatever. His wife. <laughs> you're a lawyer. I'm a vampire. Same hey. thing. Yeah. There no, goes, it's... why not? <laughs> so He's behind a brick wall. <laughs> so uh, he has a wife. Who you know he states that he loves, despite the fact that there's this weird kind of back and forth. It's unsettling. Alicia Silverstone and Richard. His Lewis. wife's dying the whole movie, but yeah. he spends absolutely no time with her in the hospital. There's like two scenes with him holding her hand, and she looks like the fucking crypt keeper. They do a makeup job on this woman that honestly, it was so unsettling that I did not want to look at the TV screen. Yeah, it's, I mean, for everything else going on in this movie, it is literally the scariest thing on this film. And I and I said, when they first showed her, I was like, she looks familiar, <laughs> which upsets me greatly. Because you, you saw through the bulbous head uh, I skull saw, cap. Do the crappy makeup. I was like, yeah, I know that actress. sunken <laughs> eyes. Oh. So So they come up with a plan that they can save his wife by turning her into a vampire. So they which call really in is, Justin Kirk's just character, which is ridiculous patch. because they don't offer the same deal to Richard Lewis. Yeah, now he's going to die right. and she's going to live forever. Well, she can turn him into a vampire, maybe. Maybe. Doesn't matter. So Justin Kirk comes in and does the Bram Stoker's Dracula scene on the bed where he's like cutting his body yeah. open and she's sucking and, the blood from him. And the Crypt Keeper's just licking his chest. It's just... Disgusting, and then the bed starts spinning 360 and for no reason, which kind of makes you sick watching the movie. Yeah, and then like she between cuts, she's, she's getting younger. She's yeah, and more healthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's getting hair back, and yeah. the makeup is receding. And, and that's when I started go. I totally know who that actress is. Wait a minute. You know, and then she pop, not that it's any like, oh my God, it's just some B actress named Mary Lou Henner. But if you know who that is, (laughs) she came out of retirement for this. The name has to at least be familiar to people. I don't know. I I know who she was. I can't name a movie she's in, but I do know that. Big TV actress. I remember now. Shit. The director directed a movie called Johnny Dangerously from the early 80s. I love that movie. She's the lead in that. So I bet they're friends. And she probably. Hey, you want to come in for a couple There's days' work? A word? lot of friends. A lot of friends coming in on this. Mary Lou Hanner is, well, one, she's Kevin Smith's neighbor because he talks about her often on his podcast. But two, she's one of those um, crazy memory people that if she bought something in 1992 out of like a Macy's, she remembers the day, the time, yeah, what the weather like. Memory. It's one of those weird memory things. Whatever. It's that weird memory thing that there was a show based on yeah, her yeah, yeah, where yeah. she was like a cop or some bullshit. <laughs> but anyway, it, a lot of people were called in for this. Yeah. This movie Which with really this cast deserves reason, better. This cast is the only reason why this movie is watchable. Like, as bad as this movie is. It's rageful. I still am. I'm still going to tell you 
Go out and see it. Well, no, <laughs> we don't, go out. Yeah, don't, don't go out. Don't go don't out. Don't leave your house. Don't leave your house. <laughs> if it's on Netflix, which I'm sure it will be by December, yeah. check it out. <laughs> However you can see it, as cheap as possible. Hell, don't see pay. It. Yeah, don't, don't pay, you know. However you do. <laughs> but this movie, like, should still be seen by people. For Sigourney Weaver and Malcolm McDowell alone, it's worth checking out. Yeah. It's not for Alicia Silverstone. No. She no. she really is the worst part of this movie. She, and like I don't, she's I don't want to be mean to her. She's no, oh. I didn't mean that in the sense of oh she's clueless. No, like I wasn't trying to make a pun. Like she's still clueless. Like she's just playing that character every she, time. Like she at any moment she could have just been like Bruce, it's me, Barbara. Oh, any moment it felt like that could have happened. I had forgotten that it had happened. Yeah. Now, I'm upset. <laughs> now you're going to kill me. <laughs> more more rage. I'm flipping a table, wanting to know where my fucking mac and cheese is at. This movie is painful. Here's a little side tidbit. Michelle Pfeiffer was asked to play uh, Ciceris or oh. whatever. Due to scheduling conflicts, Michelle Pfeiffer had to say no. Lucky her. <laughs> now, let's say we live in a world where Michelle Pfeiffer had played Sir Gunnar Weaver's character. I feel that we would be doing the same exact podcast yes. and lushing over Michelle Pfeiffer yes. because she's you, you equally could, amazing. You could just change the name out <laughs> totally. of Michelle Pfeiffer because she's she's another actress that could have done that same performance. Yes. Like and we would have loved it. Oh, yeah. Either one. Either one. I want to see a movie where Sigourney Weaver and Michelle Pfeiffer play like aging sisters and they go on a road trip. And comedy ensues. <laughs> Like I was about to say, like a death becomes her, but done. Like they're, done. <laughs> but they're both kind of too old for that. For that move. For that movie. Oh no, the movie's all about women being old and turning young again. So granted, but they were young who got makeup for old and then like took the makeup off. I mean, Goldie Hawn was, you know, eh. Well, she was good looking then. No, she was she was good looking. Well, I think she's still a good looking woman for being a hundred. But yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, they spackle her up real good. <laughs> that's that's vamps. You oh. totally check it out, people. I, it's there terribly is, awesome. There is so much little bullshit going on in this movie, like vampire related, that it is really honestly enraging. It, yeah, it is like, not. This movie is a terrible, terrible, like this, terrible, terrible. There, let me just tell you one thing, and that just sets your mind for for that anything could happen. They do everything in their coffins. They're putting on embalming lotion, <laughs> which doesn't fucking make sense. <laughs> I, to, I mean, you. I assume it's to keep their skin soft, but that's what the fucking blood is for. And you're a fucking vampire, so the blood should just be doing everything right. But it's little bullshit like that that happens all over this movie. That drives me so insane. Like there was no, there was no part of this movie we could look to that was not frustrating us on some level with either vampire lore, story structure, acting. Like every corner of this movie is fucking bullshit. But you should see it. Six beers. Uh, I really, I don't want to give it six. <laughs> I want to. Like I want, like if it wasn't for the cast, it would be six beers and a fucking bottle of Jack. <laughs> Damn. But genuinely, <laughs> this cast and seeing these people do this movie, these people that you know, really, it it saves it one beer. So that's I'm gonna say five, five beers. All right, that's fair. Uh but they better be like heavy duty beers. <laughs> Fuck it. Five tall boys. <laughs> Five forties. <laughs> Sna snake bites. So please contact us at movieissues at gmail.com. Let us know if you've suffered through this like we did. Or let us know you liked it and tell us why. I'd be interested to have a discussion. Or you can hit us up with a Facebook, you know, Facebook slash movie issues and rock out and tell us what you think. That's vamps. And um, that's all I want to talk about this movie. <laughs> Because I got to go hit myself in the nuts to, to feel better about myself. May we never mention it again. Oh, it'll be mentioned again. <laughs> oh, it will, sir. I need to show people this movie.
if if nothing else. The sad part is talking about it right now made me realize that perhaps it's so bad. It's I good, do yeah. need to own it to show people to go, look at what fucking happened. I'll fucking this happened, and we all allowed it. I'll burn it for you. <laughs> Don't spend money. <laughs> I am your host, Leland, here with my good buddy, Spooky. <laughs> and we are wishing you a very good November and enjoy the holidays coming up. And we will see you next week with some other bullshit. See you later, guys.